Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of the Act to Live podcast, we explore the concept of compassion fatigue. What is it? How does it differ from burnout? What can you do if you find yourself experiencing compassion fatigue? So come on, let's take a walk. In dreams we walk through bolted doors, fight, die, and live for you. Hello, Jamie. Yes, Scott, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little tired, but, you know, I think that's part of everything going on. I agree with you. I've been feeling tired for like a year. (laughs) Yes, you have. Yes, you've been tired for a year. And this is, you know, I, I, I think about us, us you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then about a lot of the people I, I know, like, like family and friends and also peers who are like counselors, Mm -hmm. therapists, SLPs, like nurses, doctors, EMTs, like fire, fire fighters, all of these, like, like um people and all of our friends who have been caring for each other for the past like 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 year plus in this very traumatic time an intense time i feel like so many of my friends and family in the helping profession i mean the busyness and their workload over the last year has just, I think, reached un- unbelievable levels. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it really does. And it, and it takes time, takes energy, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it can like drain us. Yeah. Up, you know, and not just like physically. Because it, it it does, but like like it can drain us it can drain us emotionally too, emotionally. And that's where our episode today is really about. Yeah, that idea of compassion fatigue, which I feel like is a concept that a lot of people aren't familiar with and yet may have found themselves experiencing from time to time. And, you know, as we were kind of brainstorming, we both decided that this is something very real and I think important to talk about, especially in the time that we're in right now, where I think a lot of people maybe not even in a helping profession have suddenly found themselves in some type of caregiver role just because of the ways things have changed, whether that's 
you know, parents becoming teachers for their kids because their kids are home and they're working from home or, you know, people having family members living with them because of health issues or hospitals or other settings being full. I mean, a lot of people are in a very different role than they probably ever expected themselves to be. It's an excellent, that's an excellent point. Um, so it isn't just the idea that there is this, like, there is this, like, virus going on, mm-hmm. but that people's roles have changed and they're now, like, you know, helping other people even more mm-hmm. now. And, you know, and, and, and like, um, caring, you know, and caring takes so much. It does. Um, and my mom and my aunts, like, took care of my, of like their mom. So my, so like my my grandmother mm-hmm. um for oh god probably two or three years when she was getting like um alzheimer's um and she would like stay at our house for a week and then and my other two aunts for a week, you know, um, and and we did this for going on like three years or so, and um, and I at and at, at at that time I was in my early teens, um, and I could see the toll it took on all of them just it, it you know all of this energy you know to care for a person who all of them loved so deeply mm-hmm. you know um you know and it um it 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 uh it, it it's just hard to constantly be you know like on you're yeah. you're you're on all the time mm-hmm. um you know and then i had a another friend who um she cared for her um husband for like a couple of years just her alone um where he had the you know a total like change in who he was and everything um and one of her friends, you know, had asked her, you know, you know, how is he? And she said, I don't know. Who cares? And, <sighs> and, and, and the thing about that, she didn't even know that she had like said those words, had mm-hmm. like no idea um that she was becoming like like numb you know Mm -hmm. and she is the most caring kind person you know like ever you know but it, it you know her putting all of this 
thought emotions carrying you know into like a full-time person and not taking any time for herself um it just caused her to kind of like eventually feel numb Mm -hmm. um and 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 that's what we are like trying to like here um today um explain to you too is that Mm -hmm. like there's burnout and that is you know um that's that is like that's that is one thing and then there is um compassion um fatigue too yeah and you read my mind on that i think it's really important for us to talk a bit about the differences between the two because there are very real differences and i think especially in this past year that word burnout i'm so burnout which i say all the time (laughs) i mean it's it's being thrown out there a lot and you know when we think about burnout it's a process right so over time we have a lot more work or a lot more on our plate that we're trying to or than we're used to handling right and i think gosh i mean i'm gonna use a prison word here and i think all of us (laughs) in so many ways over the last year just have so much more on our plate that we're trying to juggle and Mm -hmm. we get to the point where we're physically exhausted we're mentally exhausted we're emotionally exhausted, right? Right. And that's different than compassion fatigue. So compassion fatigue really comes from us caring for other people and taking on their stress and their trauma and kind of carrying that burden as well. And so burnout more from just that increased workload, our own interaction with our job and that job environment, compassion fatigue, so much more from taking care of others, taking on their burden, but then also having increased stress and strain on our lives as well. Right, right. It's that, it's that um, effect of being like exposed to Mm -hmm you know, a, 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 like another person who is going through like, like challenges and, you know, getting exposed to a lot of like, um, a lot of like, um, trauma, you know, over and over again, that isn't yours it's actually another person's Mm -hmm. that that you are trying to um like uh like care for and and that's adding to your own personal like strain Mm -hmm. and stress um as well so um yeah, it's it is a different animal. 
It is. And I think, you know, in the past, I think it's talked about in a clear way in the sense that it's often people in some kind of helping profession where they're working with other people that are more at risk of experiencing compassion fatigue. But I think this is where the gray is with this last year is that a lot of people are now in this helping profession role, maybe not formally, Mm -hmm. right? But they are. And that makes compassion fatigue a a very real possibility. Yes. And then everyday life is more stressful Mm -hmm. for most people too. And so it's kind of this perfect storm that's not a perfect storm <laughs> no, no it's not in any way and it's and it, it is you know like so hard so you know and so it, and there are like symptoms for mm-hmm. um like like for these things for like burnout we'll say as mm-hmm. one and also for compassion on fatigue you know and in these like symptoms you know are like different too they appear um appear like different right They do. Yeah. So if we think about burnout, again, it's a lot of just this increased stress and workload in our own life. And so we might feel tired. We might have trouble sleeping because we're tired, because we're not sleeping. You know, we might get sick more Mm. whenever we're stressed. You know, our our immune system is, is down. We might just kind of be a little bit like delusional-ish against or about our job, like meh, um, or start to be a bit cynical towards the people that we work with potentially because we're just frustrated with our job and the work environment. And we start to project how we're feeling on those that we work with. We might feel helpless or powerless, and we might kind of take that step back and start detaching from our coworkers. So it's this idea that the job I'm in is is causing me a lot of stress. I just kind of feel done with it. And so a lot of times when we feel done with something, we're trying to create some distance between it. Right. And so um, some of the like symptoms of, of like, of, like compassion and fatigue are are we like we um like start to to like to feel that like caring for others is is just like it's um it is like um like um taking over our own like time mm-hmm. our personal time um and then we can um feel at times like numb towards the people who we are are trying 
to help. Mm-hmm. Um, some have, you know, some pretty kind of um, like disturbing, like images, um, thoughts, dreams of, again, these people who they are spending a lot of time and energy helping mm-hmm. and caring about. Um, and they can get angry faster, mm-hmm. irritable faster, um, and kind of see the, see the, um, see the, the world um as a like bad place um a like dangerous um uh, um like uh um place mm-hmm. and actually spend more energy and time like trying to keep everyone safe now so they're they are um, kind of being hyper, like sensitive to um, safety. Maybe learning of someone they're caring for experiencing a lot of trauma and then almost being kind of overtaken by that fear that that's going to happen to everyone else in your life as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and some other, um, some other symptoms are, um, some like people will become like socially and like eat socially and e and E and emotionally like dis um dis um dis um connected from mm-hmm. like others friends family and like like they will like socially just kind of stop calling people stop stop like um hanging out because mm-hmm. again and they are putting so much caring and and like and feeling into helping people um 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 um, um that they don't have time to even like socialize anymore or that socializing even feels too heavy because it might involve caring about what the people are saying and the people you're with. And if you feel like your bucket is completely empty, or if it is without you even knowing, it might just be easier to totally take that step back. Right, right. And I, and I think probably um, some of the more serious like symptoms are 
or if like if people are like starting to self um starting to um self um self like self self like medicate mm-hmm. um alcohol drugs you know if they start to overeat um in order in order to to um cope with like caring for other people mm-hmm. you know and i think you touched on an important point right there where you said like some of the more extreme cases and i think one thing to keep in mind when we think about compassion fatigue is there's lots of phases and so not everyone who's experiencing compassion fatigue might be experiencing all of the symptoms that we talked about i think what's really important is when you're in a helping profession when you're caring for other people that you have an awareness of what self or compassion fatigue is and you're checking in with yourself every once in a while and just kind of saying okay where where am i right mm. now how am i feeling how's my bucket in terms of you know, am I taking care of myself so that I can take care of others? And if you're feeling, you know, I am a bit overwhelmed. I'm getting a little bit jaded. I don't really feel like me. And maybe it's time to kind of do something about it before you get to a point where it becomes something really, really big. Excellent point awareness piece you know um and i like how you said you know like um checking in Mm -hmm. with our um selves that's a really important part of of us like growing anyway you know is like yeah is trying to um check in as often as we can um, just to see if anything has like changed in how we act or um, um, think. Um, and being willing to say, as scary as it is, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. And that can be extremely hard. It, well, it oh, can be. Gosh. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. You know, it isn't a, a, a can. It, For it, any it of is. us. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, say I'm struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where um, another kind of helpful thing is to, you know, like talk to others who are possibly like who are like caring for people like you are so you know if if you have a service type like job you know if you're a counselor a therapist a nurse emt you know 
talking with your um like peers about how you are handling all the all the um trauma that mm-hmm. you are kind of like um you are seeing every day at at that job or yeah. if 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 you're a like um a parent who in the past year has um has been trying to like work full time and also teach your um kids at home school and care for that i mean them at home like like talk with other like parents who are also going mm-hmm. through this too um yeah you know and um having having that kind of um support system there's so much power in having conversations with other people who understand what you're going through right and you don't even really have to do that explaining because they're living it as well i think sometimes we don't even realize how powerful and helpful it can be for us to just have conversations with with colleagues or people in a similar boat and just the weight that can be taken off our shoulders by knowing that other people understand and we're not doing it alone. Right. And that's huge. I think I, yeah, absolutely huge. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I think another thing that we can do when we start to, you know, feel like this is a lot is to shift that focus to Mm self-care and I know when we're really busy, self-care can seem like just one more thing on our plate. It doesn't have to be this big change. You know, maybe it is about five or 10 minutes a day where we're able to turn that caregiver off Mm -hmm. and be the caregiver for ourselves. And that can be really powerful in allowing us to rest and reset and do things that are helpful for our mind like get outside go for a walk go for a run or do things that are good for our body like eat well sleep yes (laughs) self-care is so important jamie and so hard at times but so important so hard boy is that true yes (laughs) but is it is life-changing yeah um and saving and really kind of like feeding off of that you know finding like balance and um and trying to like maintain healthy Mm. healthy um healthy relationships um again oh. you know and that's part of like um self-care too mm-hmm. but like 
if you're feeling um, compassion and fatigue, then possibly taking steps to make things like like uh, make things like simpler, you know, ask others for help, ask others for help. Mm -hmm. All of us, all of us can help each other, help each other. And, 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 and also I, I think a common theme, very, very, very like um, common theme for, for people who experience compassion fatigue is they they feel as if like feel as if they have to do all the things for all of the people um Mm -hmm. all on their own like all on their own and we really encourage you to ask people for a little bit of help a little bit of help you know because a little bit goes a long way. You cannot do everything for everyone. No one can because like eventually people break because we are not machines. Right. We're, we're, we're not. So no. asking for help and finding a little bit of like balance, whatever that is, um, for you yeah I mean and I think too that piece of filling your life with relationships that build you up I mean Mm. Scott and I talk about this a lot that idea of having those people in your life where you know being around them just feels good Mm. (laughs) and when you're in stressful situation after stressful situation I mean just being able to have those people who've become your safe haven I mean that can do a lot even if you're not talking about what you're stressed about you might be playing a game or watching a movie or just sitting there hanging out together it's just those people can really help you I think when you don't even realize it Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point it's a good point. I, I think too, another thing is knowing it's okay to seek professional help. I yes. just, I wish there wasn't such a negative stigma about mental health because honestly, I feel like we can all benefit from an objective person <laughs> to talk to. And I tell my students this a lot. I mean, when you're caring for people, it can be an act of caring for yourself to talk to somebody that can guide you in a helpful direction. Yes. I mean, I even think about my first job at working at the children's hospital. They gave every employee five free counseling sessions. So that's awesome. You know, just knowing, I don't know how many people knew about it or actually took advantage of that, but just trying to promote that idea that it can be really hard to take care of other people day in and day out and to be exposed to their stories and everything that they're carrying and to learn this balance of caring 
and also not taking that burden with you. Yes. A lot of us need help with that. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it is absolutely okay. I, you know, I, uh, um, I've gotten like, um, I've seen, um, counselors, uh, a few times, you know, and, yeah. and honestly, I, I probably should have seen them a lot more, you know, um, you know, and that's where really being honest with yourself. And, mm-hmm. and again, we know, we know from personal experiences here, it is challenging. It's hard to sit with ourselves and say, I think I need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is such a a giant step and a giant positive. This is positive step. This, yeah. You know, being a, a uh, aware that you are struggling in some way, um, you know, um, and that finding help, you know, either from a counselor or, you know, um, a like peer of yours uh, or a like safe person to just talk with um, is positive, Mm -hmm. you know, very positive. Um, So we like really want to, have us all start thinking about, you know, at the very least that, you know, in that getting help, you know, in any way is a positive thing. All of us hopefully can start thinking about, you know, how do we become a better, like, you know, world Mm-hmm. and help each other um, find success um, rather than like like just be all about me yeah because that's not gonna work at the end of the day and that makes me think Scott so not everyone listening to this is, experiencing compassion fatigue at least we sure hope not (laughs) oh no 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 oh they're not oh but what can we do that i don't know might help us to prevent compassion fatigue or even to check in and be able to make that realization that maybe we do need some help any thoughts about that Uh, no i maybe first step that we could could take our, our action event of the week. Uh, I, I, I think like finding out more mm-hmm. about it, you know, and there's the um, compassion um, fatigue, like org. you know, you can yeah, find out helpful information. Right there. Um, and that's, I think, awesome. Um, possibly, like, if you hear this and you're having, like, 
like thoughts about, well, I, I wonder if I am like going through a phase of this, Mm -hmm. um, kind of like reaching out to anyone and just kind of like talking about how you are handling things. Um, so I love that. I guess just kind of like starting out there, awareness first of 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 yourself. So as mm-hmm. like Jamie said, kind of check in with with yourself. Yeah. You know, and then talk to somebody mm-hmm. about it. So um, share a little bit. I love that idea. I think, you know, one of the best ways that we can support ourselves and work to become the best versions of ourselves is, is to develop that awareness of where we are, you know, at any moment and allowing ourselves to be where we are and then doing something about it. So researching more, like you said, we're reaching out, whether that be to friends and family, or if we feel like we're struggling more than that, reaching out to a professional and knowing that this isn't something that we did. It doesn't make us a failure or bad. It's just recognizing that we're in, we're in tough times right now, and it can be a lot of work to care for other people, no matter how much we love it and how much we feel pulled towards it. It, it can be a lot to, to take on other people's stories. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's good. It's good. Well, everyone, you know, um, um, we hope that all of you are like, well, first of all, mm-hmm. like feeling well physically also like feeling well, um, um, feeling well mentally, um, and you know, help each other out. You know, like love each other. That's very important too. And love yourself. I know that can be challenging, but we encourage this. You know, um, like self care for yourself and have a great day afternoon night week weekend whatever it is happening smile yeah and we'll see you next time thanks bye act to live is sponsored by 3c digital media network llc connect communicate and collaborate that is the 3c way at 3c digital media network.com thank you for walking with us on this journey of life act to live is a place where we can observe everyday life pose questions and facilitate conversations together our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences you can find us on act apple podcasts formerly itunes 
the Android Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear will grow.